When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Instagram. I've also, uh, um, I'm on fan base now. For, you know, those that be on fan base, I'm on fan base now. So What's that? It's like a fat only fans? No. <laughs> That was like a sniper shot. A sniper shot is Up before you wreck yourself, you know what I'm saying? This is the Hold It Down podcast back up in the through the thing. You feel me? I'll be your host with the most toast, Saquon, the Dawn. You know what I'm saying? E Wonton Soup riding in a coop. You know what I'm saying? But what's going on? I got my co host right here. You know what it is. You made man the unstoppable bloodbath with the blue dewy on. You feel me? Back at it again, you know, Hold It Down podcast. Still in the kitchen. You know, feel me cooking and whipping. Sure. Like new edition. Okay. Anyway, that's my co-host. You already heard from him. Quani Valentino himself. What the fuck? What the fuck? Back at it again. It never stops. <laughs> <laughs> no, it keeps going. Yeah. Anyway, here's a whole down podcast. So we talk hip hop and better off culture as a whole. Um, Yeah. Just, we're back at it. You know what I'm saying? Back at it again with the white shirts. Exactly. First me? Mac back, gotta find a nigga to back smack. You feel me? Um, so yeah, if you never listened to the show before, break it up into a couple different sections. First, talk to him. Hip hop shenanigans. Woo! Then we get into our battle of the week and or battles of the week. You dig? Then we do our artist of the week. This week, we are not doing the artist of the week and we're not doing hip hop shenanigans. We're going to combine it and just do what we like to call giving flowers. What Quan likes to call giving flowers. You know what I'm saying? We highlight one artist and specifically talk about their career. Yeah. So, I don't really think there's no news topics to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Boozy ain't been beefing with the gays this week. So, you know, we can we can move on. Sure. But, uh, yeah. This time, you know him. You love him. If you're an artist, you use a plug-in because of him. True. You feel me? If you got dredge, you probably die them because of him. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I think he was one of the first people I seen do that. To uh, have yeah. like blonde tips and stuff. Yeah, at least artist wise, I ain't seen too many do do that before him. It was a long time ago, so he probably might have been the first. Yeah, he did it early, didn't he? Do it he was like, very early, he did the very, first very early. Yeah, but 
And we've already had a whole campaign about his name. You know what I'm saying? Tallahassee Payne, aka T Payne, aka Teddy Pinderaz Down. Word. You feel me? I was trying to find some of his uh, some of his other uh, aliases names. I can't remember any of them right now. But yeah, T Payne campaign. You know what I'm saying? We want to show you some love. You feel me? Uh, for those that know, you know, um, he's been going through a little bit of turbulence. You know what I'm saying? With the with the car being repossessed. And we ain't even gonna highlight that. We wanna highlight the good about you. Cause you know what? Fuck that car. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know what? You got more hits coming. You know what I'm saying? Second single was just put out. Check that out. I think it's called Um Cool With That. Yeah, it is. So, fucking sounds fire. It sounds fire. Videos out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like T Pain, yo, T Pain ain't lost no fucking step. Like never that. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited for the album. Oh, Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the album. It's gonna be fire. But let's go back all the way. You know what I'm saying? To when he was a rapper turned singer. You know what I'm saying? When he was riding down Ridge Road. You feel me? Alright, so Rapper Turned Singer, his first album. I know a lot about this album. For people who have not realized or forgot, I'm very much from Florida. Very much. So when Rapper Turned Singer came out in 05, uh-huh. I remember that Unsprung was the biggest song in the entire state. I didn't know about other countries or even the other states. But I felt like this was a global hit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how it felt in Florida. Yeah. Teddy- like, oh, this all like niggas all over the world know this. Like, got yeah. to. You can't turn your head without hearing this in Florida. And when I tell you I saw the climb, because I remember seeing You listen to Miley Cyrus? No, n- <laughs> No, nigga. It was her 05? No. Crazy. Nigga. No. Nobody checking for Miley Cyrus. You know what I'm saying? She used she was Miley Cyrus is the brown hair is cool. All right, mm. my as I was the short blonde hair, I don't fuck with that chick. All right, you know what I mean? Okay. When she's in a party in the USA, we cool. So you're saying, but that... when she's got her J's on, no. I understand. Shaking that turkey back there, no. I understand. That uncooked chicken, no. So anyway, you're saying that T Pain came in like a wrecking ball. Got you. I'm very upset because that was that was good. That was good. That was good. That was, that was, that was good. That was good. But yes, Teddy Pain. You feel me? I remember I saw the actual like from the bottom going up. I remember when I'm sprung first came out and my mother was only like my mother was hip to the song mad early. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who this person was. I heard the song. I was like, it's cool. It's a cool song. I, I went to a random um random like picnic or something that he was performing at. Like I said, didn't know him. Um, it was me, my mother, uh, you know, my homie Malik and his mother. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember him performing and niggas was like not moved. Like niggas, niggas was still hating. They didn't know who it was. They didn't, they didn't know what they was looking at. I remember a fight broke out. <laughs> out That's normal. It was funny as shit because it was right in front of me. I just remember seeing a nigga. I remember everything was cool, and I just happened to look up, and I was like, "There's a strong form of crowds like kind of in front of me." Somebody I just, throw a chair. You know. No. <laughs> you know. You know how they start, right? No. I just remember seeing a nigga looking like this. He took one step back and went like this. And then I just saw a big dread nigga swing with everything he had, like Falcon Punch. And then everybody, all hell broke loose after that. You know what I'm saying? It looked like, it looked like Dude Dirty got hit with a chair. You feel me? Shit was crazy. But yeah, like, bro, I'm Sprung just took over the world at that point. You know what I'm saying? Went crazy. You know what I'm saying? And niggas thought he was going to be a one-hit wonder. You know what I'm saying? Niggas they trying did. to hate because of the auto-tune, all that shit. But then he came back with another one. He hit him with, I'm, I'm in, in love. love with a stripper. What? That song took over too. This is before like strip club love was like really prevalent everywhere. Now I know in the South, I ain't gonna speak for the South because I know y'all strip club 
um, culture is really different. Mm-hmm. But as a New Yorker, being in a strip club was really looked down upon. At least, at least from my understanding, you know what I'm saying? Maybe if y'all was a dunk during that time, maybe if you're like 10 years older than me, 20 years older than me, you might have felt different. But to me, going to the strip club was almost like like loser, loser type activity. But in the South, that shit was actually like, like the, the, the strip club environment is popping. They love that shit. Yeah. Y'all niggas love that shit. So in love with a stripper, that shit, you know what I'm saying, sound was bouncing. You know what I mean? Nigga came with a remix. Got uh, uh, an aforementioned, uh, you know, peeing artist on there that we won't mention. <laughs> but uh, let's see, who, who else they have on there? I remember that shit was fire too. Got the body of a gun. Yo, that, I, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't the biggest fan of I'm Sprung, but I'm in love with a stripper convinced me. Oh, I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, this yeah. this nigga, this, this nigga here to stay. Like, I, I fuck with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? And then he had deep cuts on here that I really fuck with. Songs like Going Through a Lot. Going that was through my a shit. Lot. Going through a lot. Sitting on the block now. Through a lot. Wishing I was hot now. Like he nigga was nigga was going through it, right? Yeah. Oh, pain, nigga, nigga was trying to make man. love in the studio. Mm-hmm. Studio love was bumping in the streets. I remember that. Let's make love in the Mr. studio. The studio. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm surprised nobody remixed that yet. If Make you're an artist and you listening to us, bro, that, that joint's just waiting to be remixed. Take that shit. You know what I'm saying? Go with it before I become an artist and start taking y'all niggas' ideas that I be I be thinking of. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Studio Love was yeah, crazy. That's what I was cooking too. You know then saying? he had also at Ridge Road, which is another deep cut that I fucked with. Um, that's that was where we got the inspiration to make one of the songs for the T Pain campaign. For sure, uh, for we, sure. We need a deep cut from the first album. You dig? So after his first album, niggas was like, Hi, right. he had a couple cool songs. That's enough of that. He done in these streets. Oh, I remember. Here we go. The I'm in love with a stripper remix. Had a uh, pea stain. Had uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> this <thing> is name. <laughs> it's not. His, it's not his name. Oh. But I refuse to say his name. But piss stain. Mm-hmm. Had pimp C. Too short. MJG. Twister. Paul Wall. Stacked remix, boy. Yeah, that's a lot. Stacked remix. That was a lot. And they all were popping at that time too. Shout out to MJG. That was almost random. That was almost a random feature, but MJG and Eight Ball around that time, they they some random legends. I've never heard a nigga put them in that order. What you said, MJG and Eight Ball. I've always heard it. Eight Ball and MJG. I've never heard a nigga say, "Yeah, shout out to MJG and Eight Ball." Like that just feels weird to me. Niggas always say Eight Ball and MJG. Because you know what's weird is like. I see me being from New York. I, I I caught on to these niggas mad late, so I caught them when they were on their second win when they mm-hmm. signed the bad boy, mm-hmm. and it was like already well into the two thousands. So like niggas was already kind of legends locally or in their city, and then they signed a Diddy and then came with the uh, you don't won't drama and I don't know what it is, but that nigga MJG that nigga looks scary to me. I was like I don't know whatever whatever pistol that nigga talking about. I believe him. That nigga that nigga look like a fight. And they're like, he'll shoot you. And then eight ball, I was just like, that's a really big nigga, bro. I wonder, I'll be like, yo, how's, how do niggas be eight ball size and be gangster? Because it's like, you shoot somebody, what, like, how you run? Like, you can't get away from the situation. Like, you got to be too gangster. You got to be the type of nigga that pops a nigga and then walks away from the scene. Well, hopefully, as they walk away, they think about what they've done and they have an epiphany. Much like T-Pain's <laughs> second album, Epiphany. Niggas was like, yo, does he still have it? Hey, you yeah. looked in the mirror and said, hey, I'm going to step up my, my segues. Okay. 
I, I appreciate that. Does, okay. does he still have it? He said, not only do I have it, I'm going to bring with my dog, Akon. We're going to hop over to the bar. You feel me? And, and talk tender. to the bartender. You feel me? Bartender was huge. You know what I mean? That's when the hair got nappy and we created Nappy Boy Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? We came back with a second one. You know what I'm saying? Thought he was thought he was gonna be a one hit wonder. <laughs> Change that. Thought he was exactly. gonna be a one album wonder. <laughs> Change that. You he feel hit me? Him with bartender, and then he had buy you a drink. Let's talk about it. Featuring Young Jock. Shout out to Young Jock. She was snapping on that song. You feel me? <laughs> that shit was coming out on the freaking on on on, on um the Laffy Taffy mm-hmm. era, the Dem franchise was era, the Snap era. You know what I'm saying? He knew what to do with that shit. Mm-hmm. It's just, when you listen to it now, she don't even. If, if you play that shit for your kids, it's not even gonna make sense to them because they'd be like, "Wait, why, so why is there so much emphasis on she snapping? Like, what is what does buying her a drink have to do with her snapping?" They wouldn't get it, dog. but because it's even you crazy. had to be there. It's even crazy. Like when you look up the song, it says "Buy You a Drink" in parentheses. She snapping. snapping. Shawty okay. snapping. Like what? Like what, why is she snapping? <laughs> Give me my drink. Like it's crazy, but hey. That shit was a bop, boy. Uh, Baby girl, what's, what's your, your name? name? Let, Let me talk, talk to you. you. Let, Let me buy, buy you a drink. drink. Boy, I'm T-Pain. You, you know, know me. Comfort music, nappy boy, ooh-wee. Yeah, bro. We can, yeah, I, could, I could do the whole song, but I don't want to be awkward because we, we ain't got time for that. We got time you know what I'm saying? But, yo, buy Everybody you a drink. knows, buy you a drink. Buy, buy you, yo, if niggas, if niggas was not believing in the first album, you know what I'm saying, if niggas wanted to resist, Second album, he was everywhere. Second album, it was a rap. He was like, all right, I'm tired playing with y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? I think that was actually the, the era like where he started doing crazy on the features, too. Yeah, yeah, this was 07. Yeah. By 07, he was, he was on everybody's song. He was everywhere. Everybody had to have a T-Pain feature. That nigga said, I'm going harder going home, and home is like hardly. You feel me? Yeah. That nigga, bro, we got to find a list of all the uh, collabs he got, because that was hella. He's the one that's yo. If anybody that you know that, that's that's known for like getting on everybody's song and doing hella features, I ain't gonna say he was one of the people that started it, but he was definitely one of the like people that pioneered it. We going we going to put like very few names in that hat. Him, Akon. Akon was first. Akon okay. was definitely first. But T Pain did it so much, he was like he became known for it. Akon was just a nigga that like was like you know did locked up. Got big for that, and then like mm. kind of started going a little popish, and was still getting successful. But you would also still see his name on like a random papoose feature on a mixtape or some shit. He was everywhere. So I'm looking at in 06, just 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 06. Let me just try 06. to find some biggest. Yeah, out of my system with Bow Wow, Bop. I'm a flirt, Bop. Oh, I remember that shit too. I'm so hood. B- Ooh, classic. Shouty with plies, <laughs> nigga plies. Sweet pussy, sad date boy. Yeah, classic. Yeah, Cyclo. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember that. Then in 07, he had Baby Don't Go, Kiss Kiss. Wait, Baby Don't Go with uh, with Fabulous? Yeah. Oh, I remember that joint. Okay. Kiss Kiss, classic, Chris Brown. Yeah, Good Life. Kanye, that won a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. Flo Rida's Low. That was one of the biggest songs. Let's talk about Low for a second. Okay, Low. I know, I heard low as an acapella for the first time, mm. right? And when I tell you, I, I heard it at a, at a pep rally at my school. And when I tell you, like, that that hook sounded so fire, like, I didn't even want to be at the pep rally, but then when I started hearing that, and I'm just hearing this high voice, them baggy sweat pants with the reverse with the strength, strength, with no beat, I was like, this shit sounds so hard. It, was, it almost made it worse when I actually heard what beat it was to. Like, I was like, yo, this shit made me want to work out. 
But then it ends up being a Flo Rida song. Shout out to Flo Rida. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? Flo Rida has hits. I mean, I don't know. Oh, he got one, hits on I respect hits. his hits. His hits don't cater to us, but he definitely, he's serious. He's like a, he's like Pitbull. Yeah. Like, like niggas, like nigga, nigga got, nigga got guap. So that was, all those were just before his third album. His third album was the next year in 08. He dropped three rings. Three rings, nigga. Three mm-hmm. rings. The nigga wasn't done because that's when he slapped y'all over the head. We can't believe it. Mm, mm, mm. She all on me. On me. Man, man. I think she want me. Want me. Nah, I can't leave her lonely. Nah. That's when y'all found out he had a mansion in Wisconsin. Nigga created his own state. Stop playing with my nigga. Stop boy. playing with that nigga. Stop he also with that nigga. he also had these bitches chopped and screwed. You feel me? All on the same album. All on the same. He ain't even from Houston, nigga. And then he had Freeze with Chris Brown. Like me. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, let me tell you about Freeze real quick. Okay, we gotta talk mm-hmm. about Freeze real quick. When I tell you that was the third single that came out, I don't know what director he used for those three videos, but they all were like kind of the same similar vibe video. It was, it, I'd never seen nothing like it, but that shit sounded amazing. And Freeze was the greatest song to me at the time. I was like, this shit is amazing. And then Chris Brown had to hit Rihanna, bro. I'm so hurt because I was, you know, it was fucked up. When as, as a kid, I was a kid. Believe me, I was a kid. I was like, yo, okay. First of all, yeah, Chris Brown, he was, he was, a, he was, a, had an angel image and it's about to be fucked up because he just put his hands on a woman and that woman being Rihanna. But I was like, damn, this song ain't gonna get no push now. <laughs> I'm gonna be the only person that likes this song because Chris Brown fucked it up. I get what you're saying. I do remember T-Pain talking about how him and Chris Brown is real cool and how they would just be talking about making hits. Like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna put this out. It's gonna go number one. You gonna put something else, gonna go number one. Like, right. they just be cranking out music all the time, just them, chilling. Them niggas was unstoppable hit makers at the time. Yeah, and then same year, oh wait, that's when he dropped. He, well, he, he was featured on Got Money. The Lil Wayne song. And you know it. Take it out your pocket, then show it, then throw it like, far this way, ah, that way, ah, this way, ah, that way. Bruh, stop playing with that man, boy. He Then he, then he dropped that Lil Mama song that you like so much. What it is, aka Strike a Pose. Yo, Strike a Pose, girl. Strike a Pose, girl. Wait, did it say, uh, what's the other one? Um, Try to Get Loose? I don't know if that was the same year. That has to be good. It was the same album. Oh, uh, what? They're not and it was actually a it. single. Then I listened to amongst his featured singles that was big. So maybe it wasn't really? as big as that one. Really? So, but they put they put what it is though? Mm-hmm. Cause I thought what it is one of the joints that only I know. But Shardy Get Loose was definitely on the 106 and Park charts for a minute. Like, I do know that song. That joint was like so number I, one. I know you're not crazy. Yeah. Featuring Chris Brown and all that too. But hey, if they ain't what, what else he dropped in that year? He dropped Go Hard. Well, he was on Go Hard. Go Hard. Bruh. With Kanye West. Oh yeah, that was yeah. same year. Blame it drop. The, the blame, it blame it on the goo. Blame it on the. That was the same year as I'm on a boat, bro. He was doing shit, bro. This nigga was unstoppable, bro. And these are just the ones that went up. That was the same year as all the above. Yes, nigga. Shout out to Mano, my nigga. You feel me? Damn. All the above, produced by Just Blaze. Stop playing with that boy, man. So then he fell back from the albums and was mainly just doing singles and stuff. Because by then, people was hating on him for all the auto-tune. He had, it was three albums in, taking over the world with his auto-tune. Nigga Wait, oh, hold on. Oh, I got I to gotta mention more because we, we, you missed some. We didn't even mention in 06, when I get to you in that booty, when I get to you. Yo, yeah. that was a bop. That was a fucking bop, bro. He had hits. He had freaking collabs with freaking Britney Spears, my nigga. He had a collab with freaking uh, Mar- Mar- uh, Mariah Carey. Bro, mm-hmm. dog, 
Wait, wait, give her the keys. Do you remember give her the keys by with E forty? No. She's my yo. I didn't I wasn't naming every song I was like, I can't remember this off the top of my head, but maybe it was a hit to somebody. You only remember you only remember Thug Story with Taylor Swift? No. I remember that shit. That was I think that was shit for a award show that he he did with um Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift was like rapping on the song and shit. That sounds like a bad idea. I mean at the time, you know, I'm sure they probably paid him a nice bag for that. See, yeah. So now he was just doing features when he wasn't making albums. So he was on going crazy on niggas. Maybach Music Two. Welcome to my hood. That was basically I'm so hood part two. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But yo, stop playing with that boy, man. He was on that Jesse McCartney body language. I do remember like in that song. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that was so randomly. I was like, <laughs> I want to be bumping Jesse McCartney like that, but that T Pain on it is different. Yeah. Then he was also, and it is a, a so nine. Also, he dropped All I Do Is Win. No matter what, got money on my mind. I can never get enough. I saw a video recently, like a clip from what he was doing on his podcast. And T-Pain was saying when he went in to record that with Khaled, he didn't know what his verse was. He recorded his ad libs first. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, he was just like, I went in the booth. It's, it's, and then, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and niggas is cracking up. <laughs> And they stay there. <laughs> bro, that's how ill he is, bro. Nigga, nigga recorded his shit backwards. Exactly, dog. That's, that's how ill the nigga was, bro. Nigga was getting tidy on niggas. Like, nigga, you know what's wrong with me? I remember when I beat Sam in Super Smash Brothers Melee, and I had the controller behind my back. That, bro, I remember two times that night, I beat him with the controller behind my back. And didn't you beat him in the mirror, too? Yes, I played in the mirror and beat I don't know why I did that shit. I shouldn't have did that shit. That was a real asshole move on me now that I think about it. But I was really trying to give him a fighting chance because, like, I know, but, like, besides, uh, besides what you call it, I forget his name, but Joel. I, I, yeah, besides Joel, I was unfuckwittable when it comes to uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee in our town. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening right now, you're probably like, nigga, I'm the greatest Super Smash Brother. That's cool. It was before we was doing online, nigga, I was running my town. That's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? I was basically Cassidy. You feel me? I was Kaz when it come when it come to battles, you know what I'm saying? I I know I was five thousand and oh. <laughs> Once the cameras come on though. <laughs> Goods, nigga. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was out here doing what I do. You feel so, me? Yeah, this is when uh he had pulled back from um doing albums. I think this is around the time when he did Freak Nick the Musical. Yes, yes. Which is also beautiful. Beautiful production. What year was that? I'm trying to double bike on that year. That was 2010. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did that. And wait, were you were you um were you familiar with Young Cash, his artist? No. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't know about or uh Tay Dism? You weren't I've about seen the, Tay the Dism, but Chevy, I only listen to him. The Chevy sits so high up. From the floor, I feel like I'm an alien in the UFO. Bro, even the songs that didn't chart sound amazing, bro. Beat Me Up is such a fucking fire song. Like, Tate Dism's verse was whack, but, like, the hook is just so fucking fire. Like, nigga, that shit was just like, beat me up. That nigga could not miss. So then he finally gets back in the game in 2011. He drops Revolver. You know, after after you felt confident to come back, and his biggest song off of that was Reverse Five O'Clock. Oh, Five O'Clock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 With Lily Allen. It's Five yeah. O'Clock in the morning. The conversation got boring. That yeah. shit was fire. I think I never the, liked it, but I know it was big. With uh, Lily Allen and Wiz Khalifa, I, I think yep. too. Also, but yeah, that shit was a bop. 
I think I remember the first joint for that was, um, was Reverse Cowgirl. That shit was that shit was an ama- It was under underappreciated. It was an underappreciated song. I feel like. Yeah, and then it also had best love song on the feature on Chris Brown. Yeah. That was like the second biggest single off of this, but. And and it had rap song. You were also had a rap song on here. Rap song. We were just saying um pre production. We were saying that like, yo, rap song was a fire joint. I thought that joint was gonna go like, especially the video. It was like a stop motion video. It was like um not stop motion, but it was like one of those. How do I explain it? It was damn near mannequin challenge before mannequin challenge. Cause we we ain't even gotta talk about how this nigga be ahead of his time. We ain't even gotta talk about that. Cause niggas ain't gonna believe us. You, I could put the proof in the pudding, and you still ain't gonna believe that that it's a pudding pop. You feel me? But yeah, that shit was literally mannequin challenge before mannequin challenge. Like, I don't even know how they did it. They would just have everybody still move the camera. You gotta watch it if you if if you want to see it. T Pain rap song featuring Rick Ross, fire, fire song. I I love that song. Yeah, great writing. So then. He took another break. Didn't come back till 2017 with Oblivion. Yeah, I did not one? listen to this. I do not do any of these songs. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I don't know neither. But I, I feel like he did have some joints in between though, because I do remember that. I ain't even know it. Ain't no. Even no. When it's on to the stage. You talking about up down? Up down was a bop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't call it many a twerk to up down. Yeah. I, I used to get hype when that would come on in the parties. Uh oh, time for the rump shaking. That yeah, that shit was crazy. And then where was the um? Was it? Is this one that had uh booty work? That body work, body mm, work, bo- 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 body work. I know that joint. Go ahead. I know that joint was um, popping in the Vine era. But yeah, that's. Then shit. yeah, drinking partner. I used to like that song too. Yeah, yeah. What else did he have? Yeah, that one really didn't. Niggas could say this is where the, the fall off happened because the success wasn't there. But I will. I'm gonna go back and do my due diligence. Yeah, it's probably out. still really good music on yeah. there because I'm looking at the features. He got top dollar sound features and shit on here. Yeah, and I ain't gonna hold you too, because this is where um I have fell Oh, we got a Tiffany Evans feature on texting my ex. I need to hear that. <laughs> Tiffany Evans, my dog, nigga. Promise ring is a bop. Fuck what you heard. <laughs> Promise ring is a bop. I ain't gonna lie. Prom- I got beef with her for that, because I did not know Promise Rings was a thing. And I was just like, nigga, how am I supposed to afford a Promise Ring? I don't have a job. I'm in high school. Just play the song. That's all you can do. Just soft rock your promise. Promise. The promise ring is up. Ah. And then she's going to fuck around and, and make sure she forget the ring when she do you dirty or some dumb Promise shit. ring is good. Don't know if you're buying promise rings. No way. At fuck fuck buying promise rings. Everybody just go stream Tiffany Evans promise ring. That's all you got to do. Fuck it. Yeah, go ahead. Support her shit. That yeah, song man. is hard. I do remember. I thought she was really cute during that. During that, um, watching that song no, with I Sierra. Do not remember any of that. I just remember the song being good. I was young, so yeah. Anyway, she then, wear, she rocks it on a chain, so that's pretty yeah. normal. I, I didn't. I like I said. I didn't even know promise rings were a thing. And then uh, he started just putting out music on the Everything Must Go tapes because he just had so much music made over the years it just wasn't getting put out. He was like, "Fuck it." The niggas want to hear these. Oh, wait, no. Before then, wasn't One Up? No, that was after. Oh, really? One Up was 2019. Oh, okay. Everything Must Go Volume 1 and 2 was both in 2018. Oh, that's surprising. But yeah, One Up is actually where uh, Bloodbath had uh, reminded me that I had T-Pain all the way fucked up, and I didn't know he was still putting out great music. And I had checked out One Up, and I was like, oh, this shit is actually fire. Yeah. Almost I had to be reminded because I ain't gonna lie. To this day, I still I still listen to I just want to be your Yo, ex. ex. That's not even a single. It's just a bop, bro. Yeah, that nigga was still in his bag. And this this I ain't gonna lie. I might want to I, I might have to check the like the T Pain like miscellaneous songs because 
there's definitely two joints that I like from him that are fire and they're not on albums. The um is a um uh bitch I might be featuring Gu- uh, Gucci Mane. I know well, that song is fire. There's a I know the Gucci Mane song "Bitch I Might Be." Nah, I don't know if there's a T Pain. I never heard the T Pain. I will version. send you the song because that that song is fire. I like, know the Gucci I version. Promise you ain't met a nigga like me. That shit is so fucking fire. And then another one that uh you ain't shit. I don't know that one. That shit is fire. You know what I mean? That shit is fire. I will send you those two songs, and I bet you you will like them. You know what I mean? And those songs came out like like years ago, like probably around the time where I was listening to One Up. I found those two songs and I was like, oh, it must be another album coming. But, you know, you know, he took another break after that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, after yeah. one up, he mainly I just see him streaming on Switch. He always making stuff and he got he dropping singles now. So you know and he did drop the T Wayne project. The only for, you've heard, man, for those that know. All right. For those that were really heavy Wayne fans and T-Pain fans. I thought I was, but I guess I wasn't because I didn't. I remember they said they were going to do the tape. Yeah. But then it came it came out late because, you know, all the Lil Wayne projects, collab projects were pushed back. You know, him and Jewel's. Um, I go a lot. I remember there was a Jewel's and Jeezy project supposed to happen once. That would have been fire, too. But. Yeah, the T Wayne project was supposed to happen, and they had some joints. You know, White Eye was leaking all Lil Wayne shit, mm. and it was it was some fire shit. So I was excited for it, but you know, it never happened because you know, only in this era, y'all really are fucking spoiled. Like the top niggas really do be getting to collab now. Back then, niggas could not do it. Niggas would make a whole album together, and the label would just be like, "Hey, we're the label, so we got to find a way to fuck this up." Instead of just taking letting two of the greatest people that decided to actually be cool and make music together and just release it. And it's, there's no way this can go bad. It's like, no, we gotta, we gotta find a way to fuck this up. Fucking labels, bro. But yeah, yeah. Y'all niggas, now y'all niggas get a little baby and a little dirt to do a whole tape together. And it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas get Drake and future do a tape and it's nothing. Y'all niggas spoiled. But yeah, but yeah, T-Pain, that T-Wayne project was actually pretty decent. The only problem was it came out when um T- when, uh, Lil Wayne was having like label trouble, you know, him and Birdman was going through it and he was still trying to get Carter Five out. And you know, uh T Pain T uh Two Chains had did a joint with him, damn near a collab project with Wayne just to get some verses out before Carter Five and T Wayne was one of the things he just let it out. The good music is just, you know, it definitely Yeah, it definitely sounded like the era that it should have came out in. So it was cool. You just mad years too late. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, one up, love that. Yeah, one up is really good. And you know what I'm saying? And shoot, to this day, y'all niggas know he got the joint with Kaylani going crazy. Niggas so far, he sampled himself. He did that for Jerry Sprunger too. Oh yeah, yeah, with with Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the nigga could really have a whole career just making remixes of his old songs at this point. I ain't gonna tell you. I'm, since we mentioned Tory Lanez, I gotta say something right now. Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna go back to listening to Tory Lanez because that verdict. Still waiting for it, mm-hmm. and it ain't looking good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything that's gonna. But I was, I miss that nigga, bro. I miss good that, music. I I miss that nigga, bro, because I forget that he. Besides him, like having actual hits and like the singing songy shits and the album shits, he had good mixtape joints too. Like I remember he had a joint with ASAP Ferg called "Line Up the Flex," which that beat was crazy. The nigga's I, versatile. I the forgot. nigga with the nigga this the R and B songs was good. The rap songs he was, was good. Good at everything. He was really one of them niggas like niggas criticize him for sounding like everybody else, but he knew how to do that shit well. Didn't he win? Who was he in a rap beef with? Drake. No, before that. No, it was a nigga where he was like Dax. He he would be beefing with somebody besides Cassidy, and he was just like, 
<laughs> oh, Don Q. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and before then, joined with Lucas. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was R- like, y'all rapidly not- rap niggas, and he held his own. I was like, y'all not gonna let this R and B nigga come at y'all and hold his own very well. And I ain't gonna lie too, because I know him for way before when he started making hits. Like, I he was on, he was one of the names you just saw on World Star all the time. So I knew the name before he even blew up. And I was surprised when niggas was like calling him an R and B nigga. I was like, he's a rap nigga, but all his hits were R and B ish. So you know, but I'm I'm a hold you. I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. I might, I might get weak and start listening to Tory Lanez again. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be a bitch ass nigga. I'm gonna have, I might, I might. But one person I'm definitely, or two people. I think we can forgive Daniel Caesar. I'm seeing his name a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? Nobody cares anymore. Like I'm starting to see his name on blacklists. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't seen Daniel Caesar's name since he said for us to cancel him. I feel like I feel maybe like I have his name like blocked on Twitter so it doesn't come <laughs> up or something. I feel like his name is slowly creeping back up. Like if he released a project today, I feel like it might be received a little if, bit. If Daniel Caesar would just come out and denounce his foolish statements, yeah, I would welcome him back with open arms. He might have to do a whole collab project with, with Justin Bieber or something. Cause Bieber, it's, that's it's, not going to help. Bieber, <laughs> what the fuck? Niggas be black people. Niggas, niggas, niggas forgave him on peaches. Niggas forget that he's on peaches. I didn't even like that song like that. Yeah, but the streets did. Streets ain't even really like Justin Bieber's last album like that, but they like Peaches. Look, if he if he can come out and just do a collab, a whole collab type with her. That would that would work. I would be in heaven. That would work. Because I'm telling you, bro, the, the nigga's songs. Ooh, that would be like that would be like like D'Angelo and Lauren Hill doing an album in their prime. Yeah. Like, That'd be crazy. It just it's too good. Like it's a certain things that we just can't have because it's too good. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. Because yeah. the the shit the nigga was making before was already amazing. For sure, for sure. And it was only getting better until it was he was only getting to... better, bro. He needed to just grow his dreads back again. You know what I'm saying? Like once he cut the dreads, he just started bugging out. And and when niggas saw his face, I'm like, oh, he's ugly. All of a sudden, white people started liking him. White people loved him, an ugly nigga, Axe Seal. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit should be crazy. But yeah, bro. Oh, I'm telling you. One person, I'm, I'm, I'm. Best part would come on. I would stop <laughs> everything I was doing. That shit is still a bop. Best part. The streets still love the best part, bro. They still love that shit. So he he might be able to make a comeback. He been quiet since. He ain't done no. You know what I'm saying? You know it's bad when niggas do some bullshit and then they keep on with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's actually been quiet. He's been well behaved. He's been that. quiet for a couple years now. Yeah, so he might be able to come back. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you should do a, a collab with Sabrina Claudio. What is with you in the worst <laughs> names to collab with? What is this? Next you gonna say he need to do a collab with Taylor Swift. What? <laughs> How's that gonna help him with black people? <laughs> what about JoJo? No, no, nigga. That's not gonna help him with the blacks. Alright, alright, cool, cool. You should do a collab with Doja Cat. I got you. I got you. Speaking of Doja Cat, I'm 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 gonna say right now, I'm gonna start listening to Doja Cat again. Everybody like, else already did. I was about to say, like, I was like, I everybody was already else been did. Like, yeah, and every and nobody else, like, it, it happened for a hot week or two. Yeah, Doja Cat was forgave a long time ago. You, it, you're the only person still holding on to that. Yeah, I, I was trying to be strong, but I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, yo, TikTok, her shits, her shits stay on TikTok. Her shits be staying on TikTok, bro. She cannot lose at this point. Like, she she's, makes, she doing numbers. She, she makes very catchy songs. People yeah. really like her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm definitely about to. You know, and as somebody that's uh that needs to probably listen to more pop due to uh you know my career directions might be going, she she makes really good pop music, so she's like you know 
you know, I gotta have a, a few enter a few uh doors into that you know pop lane because I don't like listening to all that shit. But a few people do it good, you know, like the weekend. Mm-hmm. Doja Cat's one of the people. She she knows how to make a song. She mm. knows how to make a song, bro. So speaking of somebody who knows how to make a song, T Pain. I, I was actually gonna say someone else, but oh. he knows how to make a lot of great songs. For sure, so. T Pain campaign still in exactly. full effect. I was gonna say you heard about Rico Nasty? No, but I, I I feel like she's been quiet, but she's cooking something. Like she's she, on tour right now with Playboy Cardi. She's like one of the opening acts. So I thought she, that was a weird mixture until I realized that she's their songs like, are similar. Yeah, she's kind of rock, and then you know. Uh, Playboy Cardi's going into a rock thing right, it right now. It makes sense which, why they'd be on tour together. But apparently videos are coming out of people booing her. And all of Twitter was like, nigga, who the fuck boos Rico Nash? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, she's not Corla Ray. No, this is Corla Ray. But I know y- y'all niggas made it a thing to, to be mean to Corla Ray. I don't know why. But, like... Yeah, Rico Nasty. Like she's niggas respected was, in the streets. Niggas what the was fuck? booing Rico Nasty. What happened? The internet, the internet was big confused ever since. Like nigga, they was like, yo, what, like that's how you know that the fans at the show is corny ass niggas who don't be outside. Yeah, like, yo, it, it must have been the wrong crowd. And I, I hate to say it, but sometimes it just be an, it'd be enough of the wrong crowd to fuck up everything. Because I'm pretty sure it was probably only half. But like, one thing that people will definitely join in on is ignorance. So. If you she just happens to be performing somewhere and it's majority not her crowd and then somebody decides to be on some bullshit, then somebody joins them with the bullshit, then there's a group on the bullshit, then the group just gets bigger because the bullshit is fun, funny. Because Rico Nancy's well respected out here. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's still a popping ass bitch. Don't let her remind you. Please don't. Don't hide because she will always come and find you. She will. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no bitch in her. At all. Come proper. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, niggas been confused. Like, and so everybody been on Twitter, like, bro, stop trying Rico Nasty. Yeah. She ain't the one for that, dog. Like, yeah, that's fuck? how you know y'all some cornball ass niggas. Like, on paper, her music is similar to Cardi. The tour makes sense. So, why would you boo the nigga who's not Cardi? Like, y'all some lame niggas. So, yeah, she got booed, and niggas ain't going for it. See, and that makes it even worse because I feel like, like, I don't want to diss the Atlanta crowd because it probably wasn't in I don't Atlanta. know where it was at. But I know Playboy Cardi is from Atlanta. But, mm-hmm. like, Sometimes niggas be having fans that just be loving them so much that they act like dicks towards everybody else. And then you make the artist look bad. Like how um, I think Soldier Boy was saying about NBA Youngboy fans. Like he ain't got yeah. no problem with NBA Youngboy, but his, their fans be on mm-hmm. some bullshit for, mm-hmm. for what? You know what I'm saying? Like It's because they go on everybody's posts and put Youngboy better. <laughs> that shit is, it's, it's petty, but it's so funny. It don't matter who the artist is. If you look in the comments, you'll see with at least one or two, why be better? You'll see it. Them niggas always saying it. See, and the problem is probably because labels and niggas with like media platforms just act like that nigga don't exist. Like he's not killing shit. That's why when I be on Dead End stuff, I always try to bring up niggas like Young Boy. And I remember I did it once and niggas was messaging me like, yo, bro, thanks, dog. Niggas never want to talk about Young Boy. Niggas started putting <laughs> Young Boy better in the comments on videos now. <laughs> I'm not even mad at that because while I'm not a person that listens to Young Boy like that, and it's only because he releases music so fast, I can't get to it. It's hard to keep up with everything. But am I ever going to deny that this nigga's killing shit on a legendary level? For years now. If this nigga stops today, he's a legend. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I mean that. Like, niggas can, niggas can feel whatever. That nigga is legendary for what he's doing. Just look at the stats. You know what I'm saying? Do your due diligence. Don't just check the videos or check the drama. Look at the numbers. You know what I'm saying? This nigga's doing some legendary shit that the other niggas ain't doing. Making it look effortless too. Making I feel like he's really not even trying. Like he's just he just likes to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's literally his 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 good homies that just be like, yo, 
listen, hey, 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 let's let's not go to the block today. Let's go to the studio, and and whole albums come out of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You get, they do say that he could be going in one take, so he could probably knock out whole albums in like for a week sure. or two. For sure, man. That nigga's doing great shit. You know what I mean? But yeah. The only nigga I knew who was dropping whole albums in one take was Lil B. You caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one. I, was, and I almost said some bullshit, but I forgot that he's respected too. Lil B. I like everybody was like, yeah, bro. Lil B just go in there and just started talking and call the song. Like he just one take everything and that would be it. His albums be sound like he one take the whole shit. Don't don't make me start doing bass freestyles, nigga. I'll start doing that shit. That shit gonna be <laughs> ass. If we did bass freestyles, it wouldn't work for us. Because we're not him. It's because we're not a pretty bitch. Listen. That's the problem. It's because we're not black Ken. Listen, I'm a I'm a pretty motherfucker, okay? I've been told. I've been confused for a woman because of these masks and shit. You know what I'm saying? When, when the freaking the, the facial hair is covered and all mm-hmm. they see is just this wavy ass hair. And the child rearing hips and, a, the, and, and the breasts. I am yeah, a fat I, nigga. I so. understand why they thought you were a woman. That's why I, I stopped getting offended because I was just like, I do got titties. They so, like, they brought somebody like, by said, ma'am, excuse me. And you was like, I'm not a ma'am. <laughs> That's what you said. Bruh, that shit, bruh. It happened at a quick trip one time and, 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 and I was like getting ready to go to the register and the lady just looked at me and like she was like, almost apologizing with her eyes. She was like waiting for me to be offended. And I was like, it's cool, it's whatever. And then freaking, um, it happened during my job, like during my job training. They had somebody come in and he was like, yeah, we're excited about this job. He's like, wait, he's like, you, you, you're, you're the only guy here? Bro, there's always more women than you. We got, you got to represent for the fellas. And I'm sitting in the back like, I'm a dude too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a man. <laughs> Niggas around me already started laughing because it was just like he's like he's like he's a dude too. I was like, I literally said those words. I'm a I'm a dude too. I'm a dude. She's a dude. <laughs> he's a dude. Cause we're all dudes. Yeah. Y'all niggas don't know about that. Nigga. I think Good Burger might be on Netflix. I need to check that out. Classic. I really can't remember. But well, I did remember hey, this week's battles. Yeah. Word up. Shout out to T Pain. You know what I'm saying? Here's your flowers, man. You know what I'm saying? T Pain campaign still in full effect. Absolutely. You're still cranking out good out music. You know what I'm saying? Um we we uh we, you know prayers for you for your uh car getting repossessed. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what that shit was about, but at least we know like it wasn't released on like some bullshit. Like somebody caught him. Like he decided to release it himself and let it be a lesson to his fans because he's always ahead of his time and always keeps it real. You know what I'm saying? And be like, yo, if you you got somebody watching your money, make sure you have somebody watching them. You know what I'm saying? That was the caption he put when um the person um repossessed his car. You know what I'm saying? Word. So you know, shout out to T Pain. I'm looking forward to the album if the album's coming out. You know what I'm saying? He's just doing what he wants to do at this point. But there's videos coming out, music coming out, and it still sounds fire. You know what I'm saying? That that T Pain, that T Pain Kalani song going crazy. You know what I'm saying? The I'm cool with that song is amazing, beautifully written. It's T Pain, bro. Like he he ain't fell off nothing. You know what I'm saying? So who knows? This might even this might even make him like kind of put a fire under his ass and you know make him really be like, all right, let me kill these niggas one more time. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me really bounce back on some Big Sean shit. You know what I'm saying? Work. But yeah, let's get to these battles. Which one you want to do first? Uh, we can do the let's do the the chess and Charlie Clips. Yeah, get that out of the way. All right, so we got two battles that we're reviewing this week, right? These are the two battles that were recorded at Chris Brown's house the day before the Drake event. So that's the worst yeah. part. Yeah. This was like a random surprise event. All was, I was all over social media. And they was like, "Oh, are they battling at Chris Brown house." I was like, "What the fuck? What? What? What is going on?" I will tell you this: 
for a battle, this has to have the most women ever. 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 Ever at a battle. The most, like, really, like, the crowd was all women and then some battle rappers in the That's background. It. Like, I think maybe I saw one nigga's face I didn't recognize. Everybody else, women. Women ladies. You gotta remember, this was still Chris Brown's house. And that nigga, bro. That's not surprising at all. You know what I'm saying? We have his critic- our criticisms about him, but I will say, one thing I've always respected about Chris Brown is, you know, when, you, when y'all niggas get famous and y'all keep passing around the same chicks, the same five chicks that I just want all all be be linked with T I mean uh Chris Brown be the one to bring a new chick into the fold. You That's know what true. I'm saying? It is true. She brought Karuchi around. We didn't know who she was before that. Now she she she's a celebrity. Like a respected one too. Not just a like oh her quote, air quotes, oh her pussy got her hair. Like no, nah, she actually does shit. Like she got businesses, nigga. That's nice. You know what so anyway, so we're doing the two Karuchi. Uh, it was a Charlotte Clips versus Chess, and then Fonz versus Lou Castro was the two battles. Uh, and Rihanna wasn't in attendance. So the first one we're gonna do. She is did get a bar though. That was kind of funny. Chess versus Charlie Clips. Something you said, Chance. Also, before I begin, I thought it was really weird the way that they dropped these. They Very dropped weird. the the uh Chess and Charlie Clips on the YouTube, YouTube like a week ago. Not even like like wait, two weeks ago. About a week ago, a week ago. I think it was a week. It was a week ago. And immediately, Kwame was like, all right, let's review it. And I was like, wait a minute. I know it's more than one battle on there. Let's let's give him a little bit of time so we can record them both. But yeah. they dropped that one on the YouTube, and it was doing numbers. Niggas getting their views. Yeah, 11 days ago. And then they dropped the Fonz and Lou Castro on the app. On the app. On the URL app. URLTV.tv app. Great app, by the way. Great app. But it's not going to get as much exposure, exposure I'm trying to say. As not, not enough exposure. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to get enough exposure. Florida definitely came out for that moment because it's not YouTube. Yeah, and bro. especially for niggas like Av. No, I'm sorry, Palm. Well, I'm thinking Av and Fonz as a team. Av and even Av have nothing to do with this. Let's see, I mean, nigga, like it's Fonz, Fonz, and Lou Castro, who are newer faces for URL. They, they, I think they would need this YouTube exposure, especially Lou Castro. Like, I feel like Lou Castro got views on the app, crazy. But you said he don't really got like a YouTube presence like that. As, as like he be, he's in a bunch of like smaller leagues. Yeah, that's not the same as when URL drops a battle on YouTube. Yeah, because you can't copy respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's URL, what they say. URL always gets the the highest views, so it's like, you know, I mean, it, Smack has been this man, so he be moving like it. But I also do be wanting these niggas to have their own shit going. I like, agree. You know, I want them to be able to stand alone from the brand. Hence, like when niggas like Lou Castro signed a deal to a record label and drop a tape, and nobody's gonna know because that shit ain't gonna really be promoted on the battle rap tape. And if niggas on the app, they clearly are saying, "I am here for battle raps. I am here for good bars over air." You know what I'm saying? I don't, why are you over here rapping on beats? Who does that? Exactly. Where do they do that at, sir? I just I I know that the one of the main reasons the clips and the chess battle was on YouTube is because it was a promotion for the Netflix movie. So Yeah, the uh the Hard they, they Fall. Fall. Yeah. But shout out to Idris Alba. Regardless, they should have just dropped them both on the YouTube to get the niggas to views. Yeah. And it, it's it's a good look for the company to be like, Yeah, we we big now, we battling at Chris Brown's house. Like yeah. we, we all over the place now. Do you think you would want to do that? Because that's something like first of all, just to be able to have Type in hosted by Chris Brown on YouTube. That's going to get you some hits just on the algorithm. Some different fans. 
maybe maybe your audience is gonna have some more women like the crowd did. You, you know, would hope you bring would, bring some diversity because it's like there's some beautiful women in the crowd. I agree with this that. Is the best looking crowd we ever seen. <laughs> it was the best looking crowd we ever seen. By shout far, to Chris Brown. by far, and. I just feel like the newer niggas need that exposure and it just doesn't make sense. Cause if, yeah. if, if his argument is, well, the app gang needs something, something exclusive, nigga, everything is exclusive to the app gang. Yeah. Everything, every event is only on the app. Yeah. Unless you can either watch it live or watch it back on the app or be a bootlegger. And There's really no other options, nigga. Every event is just app. They drop whole ass just app events that weren't even streamed live. Yeah, you know what's fucked up now I think about it? The one that was released on YouTube was Charles, uh, Chess and Charlie Clips. They're not they're new. They're the ones that are, they're not new. They already got a presence on YouTube. Exactly. Charlie Clips has a whole job outside of URL. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Chess, I don't know what he does outside. I know he does music and he's well established with YouTube uh, views and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's almost, I, I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a businessman. I don't own the business. So I'm sure Smack is thinking differently, but I think it's almost kind of fucked up because it's like, this was a chance. For two people that don't have, may not have the biggest YouTube presence to actually get that a little bit. Especially with how great the battle was, too. Yeah, with Chris Brown actually being in the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, with him being in the background and whatnot. Like, it, it could have got, but I do be feeling like, snap, snap, like Smack be trying to have some of these niggas, like, locked in with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, I would like almost it to be reversed. Like, let Chess and Charlie Clips be on the app and let Lou Castro and yeah. Fonz get some exposure on YouTube. Let them do some numbers. Or maybe they they was worried that because Castro and Fonz are smaller names, that the video wasn't due as well because they're not as established. Because you know how people think, oh, big names are the only things that really sell. You have to have a celebrity attached to something to sell it. Yeah. Maybe that's what their worry was. I guess, but then if, if, if you want to think like that, then that means Fonz and Lou Castro are never going to be on YouTube because they're always going to be on the app. And just being real, their biggest battles are always going to be on URL because you can't copy respect. So that means like they're they're not going to get, they're never going to like crack a million. Like they're never going to do extra never. crazy numbers. You know what I'm saying? And I would think like you would want, you would want to put those like, battles both on youtube just to have a different algorithm have them you know like like just chris brown's name attached to it you can find some different battles find fawns you everybody wins but you know maybe i think differently yeah maybe you could put it on both i don't know you yeah. own both things so why not like have it be on the app for a little bit and then put it on youtube for a little bit they've done that before but like yeah. they went like a year like they dropped the long ass time Mook bro. and Tay Rock battle on YouTube, but like a year later. That's that's weird. That's it weird was the most random thing. It's like they had no other battles on there. Boom, Mook and Tay Rock out of nowhere. Yeah, that's. It's like they they real. They went to the archives. It's weird. It was like the lost episode or some shit. Like that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. Weird. Anyway, Charlie Clips and Chess. Clips and Chess. All right, so Chess went first. Uh, he did okay in the first. Chess, yeah, cool. Chess did. Chess did pretty good. He had the Chuck Berry line. It was really mm-hmm. good. Like, he had a really good round yeah. overall. Um, the crowd was feeling it. Niggas was like, okay, I see you, Chess. You on something. Yeah. And then Clips started his round off with a Rihanna line. Stole the crowd. Yes. It was like he pulled <laughs> the rug out from under Chess. Yeah. And then nigga Chess was just out in the cold ever since, dog. Like, Bro, it was like, because Charlie Clips knows how to, knows how to, he knows how to control the crowd. He's been in a different type of crowd. He's already been bat- like seasoned, trained with the battles, and then he's in Wild and Out. 
So it's like he's just sitting back studying people's reactions, especially a crowd like this that, like I said, has more women in it. So it probably reflects more of the wild and out crowd. Mm-hmm. It's not really a battle crowd. This is no. a crowd of a wild and out crowd. So you just got to say shit that hits the crowd. And he had way more accessible bars because the rest of his round was really just a scheme about food. Yeah. It was dead ass just all about food the rest of the round. It was good. It was a good. It was great food schemes and stuff and around just talk about food and different types of food. That's all it was. And it was good. Yeah. It was still getting reactions because it was way more approachable and accessible for the people in the room to be like, mm, okay, I get that. Ooh, pineapple upside down cake. I get that. Like And his like, you know, he I go lie, I haven't seen a Charlie Clips battle in a minute. So it was almost like refreshing to hear his uh four bar setups that, that he is classically known for. And you almost appreciate that it is slightly corny. The, them, mm-hmm. them four bar setups really are slightly corny because you see the punchline coming, but it's still kind of, it still kind of like fits. Yeah. It's especially the crowd. Like it wasn't, this is the crowd you weren't trying to be extra, extra intricate with. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the crowd that you do want to be like, you know what I'm saying? You in cake life, but your niggas selling pies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So it was, he definitely had the crowd on deck. I will oh. say though, chess in that was was heating up though. Every with every round, he was getting better and better. Though I think it's what, it was the second round where he kept, he where he kept laughing. Yeah, that was the third. That was the third. Okay, because the second like the only thing that messed chess up with this battle is the fact that he was actually cool with clips. Yeah. So chess is one of them niggas like you can tell when he actually is cool with the battler, he can't he can't go as hard. It's also because clips is funny. Yeah, Clips is a genuinely funny person. Yeah. So I know Chess was, was struggling to keep it together and keep the aggression up when this nigga is cracking jokes or like laughing in the middle of your rounds. I it's, know it's difficult. Even with Chess is saying shit too, and nigga's just sitting there laughing. He's like, nigga, there wasn't even no punchline, no metaphor. That was just straight up. He's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, because he called him like a dweeb or something. Chris Brown don't fuck with you, dork. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Everybody was laughing, dog. That should have be dying. Because he was just like, I haven't heard dork in so long. And nigga was just like, nigga, nigga didn't even have a punchline, but it was just, nope. it was just a straight up bar, nigga. Chris Brown don't fuck with you. That's it. All right. Because you know, he, he he laughed a couple times, but he was laughing the hardest in the third. And yeah. I remember in the second, he was like, man, this is why I didn't want to battle you. That's why I want to battle you, dog. You could tell, because like, you could tell even like, like Chess like, has to not like you a little bit. Because even like in some part, he kind of got in his back and he looked angry again. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of his thing. Like He has to look like he don't like you. Because if he does fuck with you, it's hard to like just sit there and just be like aggressive and shit. But the only issue was his setups were just too funny. His setups were leaving room for niggas to laugh, yeah. but then he'd have to run it back because the punchline at the end of the setup would always be good. Yeah, yeah. He'd like, he'd be like, all right, little, little chill, let me get this out. And then everybody would go, mm, after the punchline finally yeah. hit. Because all the punchlines were great. It was the, the setups just left room for jokes. Yeah, it was it was the best in the third. Because the third, like, his, like I feel like the, the third was his best round, but it was also like he had mad stuff because he kept laughing. Yeah. You know, what I'm and it's like I don't it even really count that. With the, I, don't, I don't even count that with his like as a full stumble because yeah. it's not like he was stopping because he was fucking. It was stopping. He was stopping. He was just, just laughing. He couldn't help it. And the, the funny part is, dude, like, 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 okay, niggas like me. I listen. I've listened to a lot of gangster rap in my life, and mm. somewhere along the line, gangster rap became funny. You know what I'm saying? So like, sometimes niggas say like the most aggressive line, and it's a fire line. So the way niggas react is laughing. Like you seen that in early battles, like mm-hmm. niggas be like, "Nigga, blow your brains out so the streets can hear what you think." <laughs> niggas just react like that, right? So when a nigga, when a nigga was talking about 
catching clips when he was sleeping and then putting a pillow on him. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's, it was, it was, it was fire bars. I ain't with the pillow talk. <laughs> Bro, that shit, that shit was fire, but it was like, I understood him trying to get that shit out. Because even him just saying, like, and being in a battle and saying the word pillow, that's just funny as fuck. Like, Bruh, nigga, nigga, like, yo, come put his, put a face over his pillow. He trying to, he waking up, thinking it's a dream, trying to fight the pillow off. That shit just funny. Just think about it. Like, Clip's big ass trying to fight a pillow off his face. Like, that shit crazy. But yeah, so, yeah. It was it was a definitely fire fire from Chester's side, but, but Clips then, was coming with it. Yeah, Clips just Clips just kept taking all the energy Chess was building up because in the second Chess well not Clips Clips had a whole gambling scheme. Yeah, and it was working. Yeah. It was just working. Like I wrote down he was showing the difference between metaphors and real raps. Cause yeah. by then I was like, all right. Even Chess is reacting to the bars against him. He yeah. couldn't. He couldn't even hold it. Like, nah, I wouldn't know that hard. Even Chess was like, yeah. "Damn, that was good." Yeah. And then in the third, um, Clips' whole third was a Squid Game theme. All his rounds were themed. I noticed yeah. pretty early on. So the first round was food. Second round was gambling. Third round was Squid Game. Now I ain't gonna lie. I do feel like his third was a little weaker. Even- yeah, it wasn't as good because it because it wasn't as funny as the other two. Yeah, yeah. And then like it seemed it. I, I'll still say he had a third. I'll give him that. He still, he, he he still had, had, he had a third. three rounds. Yeah. But it did feel like this one was definitely considerably like weaker. And then like they started they, they started talking, so he just stopped. Yeah, yeah. It was because he kept hitting him with them Nunu lines. Yeah, so Nunu. This this like talking like this nigga one in the middle of his round. He never said I'm done. He never like close it. Niggas just just stop. And like, I go like he did say that he was gonna get back to Nunu. Um, and what I think it was in the first bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, not in the first bar. The first round, he said something about Nunu. And then he's like, I'm gonna get back to that in the third. And he did, but I ain't gonna lie, I felt like Nunu was like laughing at first and then she was starting to get tight. She was like, You got one more line, and then I'm gonna have an actual problem with you. Cause he was I ain't gonna lie, Clips was like saying shit that like it was like kind of dissing, like talked about having an abortion and shit. I'm like, I don't know if this shit is real. Niggas niggas always making jokes about Nunu. Yeah, but I'm like, nigga, if like you're talking about her having an abortion with beast, I'm like, if that's real, if there's any truth to that, it's not true. It's that's why that's okay. why everybody been using it, nigga. Like that's why Nunu been trying to really dead the Beasley talk, but it ain't worked yet. So <laughs> niggas keep doing it. <laughs> that's why niggas been making so many Beasley jokes. And now it does make sense why um Jasmine uh not Jasmine Jazz the rapper said fuck clips in her um battle against uh Gaddis. Mm. And I was like, where did that come from? What I thought her and clips was cool, but I guess she said that because uh clips has said in this battle that um. Uh, and I don't need a reaction from Jazz Face because uh, QP already did that. Mm. So, you know, I guess you... I don't know if she really got a problem, but she did say fuck clips. And that's I was not, confused because I was like, they're cool. I was like, I was, I was like, they was cool. But she didn't look like she was joking, but she niggas, also didn't look like she was like... Niggas say fuck their friends all the time. That don't mean nothing. Yeah. I was just, make, I was just making... Because that just, it just threw me off. I was like, where'd that come from? That was random. But, but now I understand why. It makes sense. Sure. But yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie though, I, I agree with Chess. He was like, nigga, you didn't beat me in that third, you beat Nunu. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I I, I I agree with that. I'll I would give it to uh clips two yeah. one in this one. For sure. Scores. Crowd control. Scores. I gave Chess a four. Mm-hmm. And I gave Clips a four. I gave Chess a four. Just because I feel like the third was kind of weak. If he had the third, it probably would have been a five. For, for crowd control? Yeah. For clips? I gave Chess a four and clips a five. Just, for crowd control. Oh. 
See, why, why would you question me when you, when you understood where I was coming from? Because you acting like the crowd just stopped fucking with him in the third. The crowd was fucking with him so much they had to talk to him about how much they was fucking with him. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I just like, feel like the third felt a lot different than the first two. Like The first two, everybody was like, it's a party. And the third mm. was just like, eh, we're waiting for the next DJ. You know what I'm saying? It's, I feel like DJ transition. Delivery. The delivery, chess, gave him a four. I like when he could get the shit out, it was good. And I won't hold the laughing against him, even though we did kind of break some of the uh, the zone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the delivery was there. He's still chess at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Flips, goddamn professional. You know what I'm saying? I gave him a four on the delivery. I gave chess a four and I gave clips a five. Same as my last round. Same as last. Okay. Now, chess, haymakers. I gave him a four. He had some good shit in there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the strongest stuff, but it was definitely some good shit in there. Okay. Especially that third. I love it. I love that third round. Third was good. Even with the laughing. <laughs> Even with the laughing. Clips, I gave him a three because while I didn't appreciate the nostalgia of his four bar setups, it also did remind me how corny they became after a while. Like after watching a bunch of clips battles, especially when he was going on a tear at one time, like he was T Pain in battles. It was just back to back to back. Mm-hmm. He might be one of the first niggas besides math to like really back to back battles. Like niggas always kind of took their time with battles, but then like clips, I don't know. I guess he needed rent or maybe it's because he, he freestyles too. That too. Yeah. Yeah. But he used to go back to back to back with it. And that's when he was, that's when he was like King that year. Like, like he was, you know, known for that, but yeah, clips, I gave him a three. It was good shit, but the four bar setups did get a little old. See, they didn't bother me at all because and it was mostly jokes. I, that didn't bother me either. So, because I think because I hadn't seen him in a minute, so I I was it was like a it was like a breath of fresh air. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not I'm not bored of this yet. Maybe if I watch two or three more battles, I get bored with it. But same as before, chest of four, clips of five. I really Zone. Like, I really feel like you're freestyling the shit out of this right now. My numbers are wrote down, been wrote down. Been wrote down. Okay, all I'm saying the proof is in the pudding. He does have these shits right, written down. I ain't touch. I ain't, you ain't see me type no numbers and nothing. That what we all been talking. Been this this is recorded, so you know. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Zone. Zone. I gave Chess a three, just because, like I said, it was all good. All that, all, all, all the laughing knocked it down to a three. Cause I just feel like, like, like it was breaking his zone. Like he couldn't, he couldn't even get some of the bars out because he had to get, he had to get mad. To, <laughs> He couldn't, he couldn't say this shit laughing at a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I gave, I gave Clips a three also. You just didn't like this battle. I gave Chess a four and Clips a five. It was cool. You just didn't like this battle. Uh, Chess got a 16 overall, which is a B. Chess got a 20, which is A. You just like Michael Jordan on the Warriors. That's all. That's him wearing the four or five for those that don't know. He didn't. He wore the 23 with them. He wore the four or five when he came back to the Bulls. And he only Whatever, wore that nigga. for like a year. Well, in my world, I'm right. <laughs> I feel like, I'm, I have, I'm I feel like I've told you that before. Because I remember you said before, didn't he wear 45 with Wizards? And I, I corrected you once. I was like, no, it was 23. No, nah, it probably wasn't me. It was probably somebody else. Because I, 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 I low-key learned that watching the last, the la, uh, last dance. Mm-hmm. But still. It was etched in my mind for so long that he wore the uh, Warriors. He wore the um the forty five with the Warriors. Wizards. The Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards. Because uh because niggas niggas act like when he wore the four or five he wasn't Jordan. They only put him with the twenty three. You know what I'm saying? But, That's because he came back 
with the 45 when he came back to basketball and he didn't he didn't win, win that year yeah he didn't he win was still good he was still he good but win. he didn't win so then he was like all right yeah. niggas niggas then they, they said he missed the old trick yeah girl don't set me Nigga, so I'll tell you what. They pulled that 23 back out, and then niggas got their feelings hurt all over again. Niggas like, this when we thought the jig was up. Yeah. He was back at it. Did he do that? Did he do well when he was with the Wizards? He was okay. For a 50-year-old man. It wasn't. I don't like, know if he was 50 at the time, but he was definitely much he older. Was, he was, I don't know if he was 50, but he was in his 40s, definitely guaranteed. 40. Yeah. And, and this is before LeBron, because LeBron... Nigga, LeBron shit. LeBron just can quit whenever he wants to because he's he's definitely well into his thirties, ain't he? Yeah, LeBron is different though, because LeBron. Oh yeah, y'all niggas chest be talking about I'm different now. LeBron is different. LeBron's different because the way that he takes care of his body in the off season is different, and the way that he like he gets injured and he's like he doesn't play full seasons as much no more because because he's getting old, but he's he's still consistent in the way he plays because he's been. Adjusting his play style, much like Jordan did as he got older. And then I just say his off seasons are different. Well, he, he still he really, trains or, or? Yeah. Because like, most niggas take that time off, right? Yeah, like Jordan's off seasons were him playing golf and drinking and smoking cigars with his friends. Yeah. LeBron's off seasons is him hanging with his family and investing money back in his body. Like LeBron's like. In the community. In the community too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate but you, bro. LeBron's like, I think he said he puts like a meal into his body into like recovery and shit. Cause like I, I make so much money. I got to put that much money back into my body. So like just to take care of myself for longevity and it works. It makes Listen. sense. If there's anything, if there's, if there's one thing I like more than the black men getting money is black men getting money and then learning how to reinvest that big money they got to make more money. Yeah. So. And he's invested in the community. Like LeBron is one of the few celebrities where mm-hmm. niggas have absolutely nothing bad to say about nothing. that, man. He's done yeah. no wrong. Nothing. If you, if you don't like him as a person, you, you a hater. Like, you don't like yourself. Exactly. Cause like if you if you want to talk about basketball, all right, whatever it is what it is. You just if you don't like him, you don't like him. But if you say, I don't like LeBron as a person, yeah. You a hater. I'm gonna say to Kim, you a hating ass nigga. You like you have a miserable life. For real. That He's done a, nothing. That nigga's an all around good dude. Yeah. All that nigga do is go home to his family. For sure. That's it. And he hang out with his friends, don't know drama get leaked to the public, ain't no At cheating all. scandals, ain't none of that. Ain't no entanglements, no bullshit. Nothing. Like, that nigga just be chilling. Now, I nigga. hope, I hope, I hope that he don't get older like <laughs> you knew where it was going. Because I didn't want to, I, I was, I almost had to say it, but I was if like, I don't want to be the one, dog, to, I don't want to be the one to say it. Wait till he retired to drop some Will and Jada shit to where he in the media all the time t- talking about stuff we didn't ask about. Then I, I will be disappointed. As, but as of right now, I have nothing to be upset about. So I'm going to leave that nigga alone. Bro, I pray that don't know Will and Jada shit to come out. I don't want to hear no freaking, no, uh, uh, what, what, what's the shit? No, um, um, no freaking T.I. and Tiny accusation shit come out. No Bill Cosby shit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared like that. Because it seems like anytime somebody get to like, like just, they ain't bothering nobody really doing their shit. And they that's, just, when, that's when, somebody, that's when people He did talking. this to me. And it's just like, it's just like, why? Like, why? Like, yeah. So I'm just like, for right now, LeBron's innocent of anything. He's yeah. a very clean slate. I Love just hope LeBron. that the story continues even after he's retired. Even with the freaking um, the, uh, the show he got on, um, I forgot what what uh, about the shop? Is. Yeah, the shop. That should be fun. That should be fire too, bro. Yeah. Had Drake on there. Had Jay Z on there. Had young athletes. 
You know what I'm saying? Like just having dope conversation, barbershop conversations. Like yeah. and that should be actually entertaining. Like it ain't no bullshit. It ain't no shit you just put together. You know what I mean? Like it'd be actually good shit. Right. You know what I mean? Shout out to Marshawn Lynch randomly. Just cause he yeah, had I a, fuck with I fuck with my dog. That's beast mode. Cause he had a he, he had a good ass show too. I wish it would have continued because that nigga's a personality on himself. Like he, I don't even watch football and I he like He gets that booked for the most random gigs. He's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> He's football Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Basically. Nigga got an Uber Eats commercial, <laughs> and then literally like he was like, "Nigga, I ain't gonna share my meal with y'all." And then then niggas put the camera on the meal. He's like, "Nigga, you gonna tell everybody my meal, nigga?" <laughs> that shit was crazy. I fuck with Marshawn Lynch. Nah, he Shout really, to Beast Mode. yeah, he, he he a real dude, dog. Yeah, let's get to this last battle. Luke Castro versus Fonz. I forgot we had a whole other battle. To get I to. didn't. I was wondering when you was gonna stop. Oh, but I just I just I couldn't find no good segues in there. So I was like, damn, I was like, I was gonna ride this shit on out, huh? Pause. Okay. I just I just wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to put you in that position, boss. Okay, dude. Uh, anyway, Luke Castro versus Fonz. Uh, this battle was crazy. Word. Overall, this battle was crazy. Uh, the Big Lou, Big Lou, coming back off Loud summer strong. off summer madness against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Word. Came back. All right. Now he's battling Fonz. And like Fonz was even mentioned, I like you don't think this is a step down? But it's like, not really if you think about it. He's battling at Chris Brown's house. Yeah. Oh, he was gonna take anybody. That's not really a step down. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like forget the opponent. This is Chris Brown's house. And for those that don't know, we say the last podcast, uh, Chris Brown is Lou Castro's favorite artist. Yep, that is so what he I'm sorry, but like, nigga, I don't care if if I get a placement with Jay Z, if all of a sudden I won't say Drake, because Drake is kind of big too but like let's say freaking if i do a, if i get a joint with jay-z and then all of a sudden little dirk hits me next i'm not gonna be like oh this is a step down i'm like nigga that's still a little dirt yeah you know what i'm saying let's work my nigga you know what i'm saying so fuck it but yeah lou had lou's first i said it was his weakest round his first it was a pretty good round he didn't say nothing too crazy i guess he was just like testing the room with his first because he wasn't yeah. getting no crazy reactions or nothing but niggas are still fucking with him yeah. so his first was like his warm-up round the problem was Fonz didn't have a warm up round. Yeah. Fonz first was wild. <laughs> and the crowd was already hyped off Fonz first. Cause Lou's Lou's first was good, but it, it didn't it, it wasn't shaking the room like Fonz first. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Lou gonna have to step it up. Lou gonna have to get it together, you know. Come on, dog, you wild strong. Bro, it it was like it was like Trunks versus Vegeta. It's like <laughs> Yo, Trunks ain't no hoe. He ain't no kind of hoe. That nigga Super Saiyan, all that shit. That's Vegeta, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, you know nigga, saying? that's so daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, it, it was one of those things where like, it was, it was a good Luke Castro, but it was like, it was, it made me think of this. Like, I'm watching um, DNA on um the Restore Order podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Restore Order. Um, when he was talking about like, nigga, I know I'm dope, but like sometimes you are in front of somebody and you just mad you're in front of that person that night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I got K Sean and he had that third for me, I was mad that I had to be in front of that shit. You know what I'm saying? It was just one of those. Like Fonz was on fire. Yeah. And Luke it was just happened to be Luke Castro was in front of that shit. Yeah, today. dog. That's really what it was like. Cause Lou's second and third were good rounds. Yeah. Even they were the, good round because even even though the crowd was feeling them by the second across, yeah. okay, like his punches was hitting. He 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 was adding his jokes back, yeah. like because he realized he performance and all that. He was like, oh, he realized this nigga is fucking me up. I gotta I gotta get I I gotta start performing, bro. He even said that in the third. He was like, 
Like, why you ain't letting me win this battle? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, he was like, why you had to do this to me in front of Chris Brown? <laughs> I think it was, it was funny. You know, he was funny as hell when he was saying that shit, but I oh, felt yeah. him. He was like, nigga, you had to be on fire today. Exactly. <laughs> you chose today of all days you know to saying? beat my ass. Yeah, he didn't want to beat my ass at my house. You he didn't want to do what nobody was around. He had to come to the street yeah, for to see it. Yeah, bro. Like, oh, man. He's like, nigga. Damn, damn, it was bad. It, it got bad because Fonz only got better. That's what made it. That's what. That's what really. That's what really bothered me. Cause yeah. dog, I didn't even write no notes for Fonz shit. I'm telling you, I'm gonna leave any notes I wrote for Fonz. Fonz first round, I wrote, "Leave this man alone." Is it like Fonz? Just stop bullying this nigga. In the second, fight I, back. In the second, in the second, in my notes for Fonz, I wrote, "Please stop this battle." <laughs> Stop the tape. This kid needs to be locked away. Throw the damn towel. Throw like, the towel. And then in the third, like, <laughs> in the third, <laughs> and for the third, I just wrote it's over. Because like Lou was doing so great, but it it it, it didn't matter, bro. It yeah. just it didn't matter. Um, you still look. You still wild strong, Lou Castro. Yeah, you still wild strong. Your bro. album is still good. Everybody goes stream Blue Castro's Revenge. Bro, but. It's, just, it's just one of those, bro. It's, it's, it's Daylight versus Tay Rock. Like, it's like, you. it's a good Tay Rock, but nigga, that's Daylight tonight. And yeah. it's, it's a different Daylight. It was a different Fonz today. It really was. It was like, you could tell Fonz been waiting to fuck a nigga up. Yeah. And Luke Castro just had, like you said, just had to get in the way and beat a nigga to get fucked up. Because Fonz was ready. Fonz was ready. Like, all his bars yeah. is hidden. The crowd. The crowd didn't know what to do with themselves. So the crowd was hype as fuck. Like, yeah. damn. Even like, even if you think about it, the crowd that was mostly women was with with battle rap niggas was still fucking with Fonz bars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he had, he he ain't dumbed down his shit for the crowd. Neither. Nah, he didn't. It was all like that shit can go anywhere. Like that was that was prime battle rap bars right there. Mm-hmm. Luke Castro shit is a little more digestible because he has yeah. like performance. He has you know uh, the jokes with it. You know what I'm saying? He got K Shine braids. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows what to do to get a reaction in that room. So he's good in that room. But I guess they was with the shits today. I guess Chris Brown knows knows good looking women that listen to battle rap too. Apparently, I guess so. They wasn't missing no shits. No, feel me? Damn. But yeah, let's get to these scores. I think we all know how this is gonna go. <laughs> uh, crowd control. He had five on it. I gave Fonz a five. I gave Blue Castro a foe. Same for me. Uh, delivery. That delivery. I gave Luke, I gave uh, Fonz a four on uh, delivery. I feel like it could have been a little better. It wasn't. It wasn't. Did you want him to dance around like Lou? He could have crowd surfed. You know what I'm saying? He's too big for that. A crowd of all women. You want him? You want him to crowd surf? Better, big ass Fonz. Better him than T Top. <laughs> Who was there? Shout out to T Top. But uh, yeah, I gave Lou Castro a four on delivery. We pretty much know where yours is going. I gave him both fives. Oh, really? Yeah, both of the deliveries are fine. I know how Fonz raps. I don't expect Fonz to be bouncing around and shit. Like Fonz is, you gonna get these bars. Hmm. Like you don't be, you don't be saying nothing about head ice. Head ice don't be doing none of that shit. People, like, oh, the delivery was crazy. Like what, because what's different? when he delivers, it's different. You feel me? When t- when Head Ice talks, it just hits me in a certain way. You feel me? Anyway, 
One day I'm gonna I'm do a whole podcast talking like at night. It's gonna be the most annoying shit ever. You ain't even gonna know what you're saying halfway through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna know what you're saying no more. Because the only thing who only speaks in meta he only speaks in metaphors and code that only he knows. I'm gonna start saying wild shit too. You gonna if have I, to. If I take this and put it against the wall, that's white on white. It's just like, <laughs> nigga, you gonna have you gonna have to write your own like rule book for what words mean. You gonna have your own little dictionary. You gotta keep using that episode. It's gonna be metaphoric as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But haymakers, haymakers, haymakers definitely gave Farns a five. Mm-hmm. He was coming with them bars, boy. Lou Castro, he was coming with that shit too. I gave him a four. Same for me. Same. Zone. Zone. Now, Canada's own, I had to give Fonz a, a one. He wasn't really plus four. You know what I'm saying? That nigga had a five. That nigga was controlling the room. He was in his own. He didn't even slip up. I don't think he misenunciated a word. Mm-hmm. He was he was in his bag. The only time he was pausing was because he had to give the room time <laughs> to calm down. Yeah. That was really it. Yeah. Like, or when the freaking his when his man's pushed him so hard he he, he ran it like Luke Castro probably thought he was bumping into him but it was like no nah, his man's just pushed the shit out of him because he was so excited. It was the, it, it I was, think it was, was easy to do that too. His, his skinny self. It was that it was that Paul Bear line, bro. Yeah, that shit was crazy. The zone. Wait, wait, wait. wait what did you give Castro? I gave Castro a three when it came to zone. Just because I Damn. feel like I feel like I can I can feel the fact that Fonz was like controlling the room. It was like kind of throwing him, especially like in that third. When like he was tr- supposed to be scheming about like uh uh I'm technically at a higher rank than you. What you need to do is this, but it was just like it didn't translate well. It didn't translate until the end of the bar. Like the the middle of the shit, it was like a sandwich with like good bread, terrible meat. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it was like it was like it didn't really hit until the end. It was like oh I'm the I'm the coach trying to uh I'm the one coaching Cleveland or whatever whatever he said. It but the middle of it was just like. Yeah, you don't even believe the shit you're saying, especially not tonight. That probably would have applied if it was a different, t- uh, different, um, different outcome. But yeah, tonight, nah. But yeah, I give him a three. What'd you give him, Cub? Give him both fives. I ain't mad at that. But yeah, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. The freaking this one I actually got some bars for. I just had to write it down. The freaking I held it upside down for the corner like a bag of chips. That's crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. For that was from Fonz, you know. And then for the for Lou Castro, when he was like Caitlyn Jenner, pop your mom, insert a blame, push n word and fuck up the image, Papa John. That shit was wild too. I had to write that shit because we don't even fuck with Papa John's because of that shit. Word. I don't know how long we gonna keep this Papa John's hate up. Yeah, because they 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 got rid of the niggas. <laughs> yeah, so. Ben got rid of them like I was like immediately, and then like they rebranded their image. I know, I know I'm still in solidarity, but I'm saying I don't know how much longer black people are going to still not fuck with Papa John's. I feel like black people already been fucking Papa John's. So it's just us? Yeah. It's just us, dude? It's always just us, cuz. Oh, it's always just us. I'm saying I try to stand up my morals and my principles and be a man of my words. We try. Apparently it's like, just me. When it's just us, it's just like, why? Why bother? Like, nigga, when Tory Lanez claps a woman and then the, the first person I see posting his music on Insta story is a woman, I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Look, bro. Look, I, you gotta stay even... strong. You gotta stay strong. Cause it what it what it what did Big Sean say? One man can change the world. I guess. One man can also shoot a woman. All right. I think that does it for the battles. <laughs> we don't have an artist of the week this week. We did the T Pain with the flowers. Boy, so, if there's no artist, I've been listening to West Side Gun a little bit and and the Drake album. 
Okay. So I fuck with those. Now, tell me where to find you, Quan. You can find me in my car crying to Summer Walker. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to find me online, um, you can find me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-D on social media platforms. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm never on Facebook. Sometimes on Twitter, mostly on Instagram. I've also, uh, um, I'm on Fanbase now. For, you know, those that be on Fanbase, I'm on Fanbase now. So What's that? It's like a fat only fans? No. <laughs> That was like a sniper shot. The sniper shot is it's like you freaking put the, the, the porn right behind me and just started clapping. It was because I, I said it with a straight face too. That's what that's what that's what made you think I was saying something real. And I was like, no, nigga, it's foolishness coming out. You ain't was, even ready. And I was fully prepared for you to not know about fan base, so that's why I was like really tuned in. I was like, I was like, I get a chance to educate the youth. No, wrong, wrong. <laughs> wrong. But yeah, fan base is kind of like another social media platform, mainly for like creators and shit. It's still fairly new, so like nigga, niggas is just getting on it. Like uh, the the owner of Slutty Vegan just got on there a few days ago. Mm-hmm. G Herbo just got on there, you know, shit like that, shit like that. So, you know, I'm on there, and um, I would say I'm gonna try to be on Discord, but you know, getting on my life with that. So I'll just wait till I'm actually consistent before I say that. But yeah, and uh, mad late, like, comment, and subscribe. Sure. I had a, I was gonna make a point to say that, and then totally forgot to say that. But yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. Definitely. If you made it this far into the video, you know like, what I'm saying? It's like, consider liking the video the same as checking attendance. Like, yeah. just go on ahead, hit like, let us know mm-hmm. you, you was rocking with what you rocking with. Or you here? You know what I'm saying? Or Spanish class, aquí. Presente. You feel me? Yuri. I was like saying aquí. Okay. Aquí just felt different than presente. Alright, and then if you want to talk to me, all my socials are the same. At not bloodbath. Talk to me, I talk back. You know. You know what I'm saying? You can also find him at, you know, Caitlyn Jenner fan club. You feel me? On Discord. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Find him um, on Britney Spears Reddit. So, yeah. That's this week's episode. All right. I want everybody. I want to thank everybody for coming out this week. Um, anything with Aquan? You done? Yeah, I'm done. I was trying to think of some more shit. I know you was. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him a second. I'm going to think of. I'm going to let the bad joke air out. I'm going to let the <laughs> funk get out the room. Side note, I think that was one of the funniest things. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen Kevin Hart do when he was roasting Meek Mill. First of all, I respect Meek Mill because Meek Mill got his ass like roasted. His whole crew got roasted. The whole crew. It really was the whole crew. And he still that. posted on his shit. That's when I, I grew so much respect for him because I was like, oh, man, niggas always got ego, but it's like, nigga, nigga Kevin Hart roasted the shit out of me and my crew. We're going to put it on our channel. You know what I'm saying? But that was what the fuck, like, you would, you, the nigga would say something back, and then he'd be like, hold on, everybody, shush, 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 say that again. I'm like, oh, the joke yeah. is not gonna, like, the joke's not gonna work. It's like, not gonna... even if you said something, and then nigga shushed, and then tried to do that to you, like, it wouldn't even work. Like, that was a genius move. Like, Kevin Hart was, Kevin Hart was a different nigga. That was back when you still cuss people out on camera and shit, you know, before you had to have a really clean image. It shit. worked because they're both from Philly. Yeah. So it's like, Shout niggas, out to Philly. Niggas have general understanding, but yeah, yeah I, I remember that video vividly. That he, shit was hilarious. He Meek didn't get a chance to come back or anything because Kevin kept controlling the room. And I was, he did warn him. He kept saying he was like, Nick, because I think uh, Kevin Hart was just like, "You ugly as shit." He's like, "Nick, I'm trying to tell you, you don't want." This. <laughs> like, he gave him at least like four or five chances. He gave him four or five warnings. He was like, "Bro, you don't want to do this because you, you got a show coming on. You, you about to go to a show. I'm not trying to fuck your energy up. Like, you don't want to do this." He's like, 
Nigga kept moving. He's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> These are blicking everybody in the room, bro. It's, all, it's his whole crew got it. Whole just, crew. Just, just for being around you him. You feel me? <laughs> bro, that's why I always hated when... <laughs> oh, get like that's what happened, dog. Bro. That's why I always hated when like other comedians be like, "Yeah, Kevin Hart's really not that funny." I was like, "Yo, I don't know what y'all think about a stand up. I like a stand up, and then I've I've even laughed more when that nigga's not on, like not on um." Stand-up. I laugh at him way more when he's not on stage. Yeah, like his, like his other stuff, like when his, his his chocolate drop stuff was funny to me. Funny as hell. His videos he posts when he's just like doing random stuff. That's always funny to me. His stand up isn't as funny to me no more. I never... But that's because his materials changed because he's not the guy no more. You know what I'm yeah. he, he got money now. His materials gonna be different. You gotta so be clean. This one doesn't. This, this one doesn't connect to me as much. But... I still remember when that nigga was on the BET cipher. He said, "Drama, drop the beat twice. Matter of fact, tell everybody I hate mice." That's just so fucking fire to me. But yeah, bro. I, shit, his interviews be funny as hell to me. Like, yeah. I be dying laughing at his interviews, and I'm like, yo, what was it uh, TK Kirtland? Niggas be saying that he ain't funny. I'm like, I, I don't get it. Y'all niggas sound like haters to me, bro, because I don't know how a nigga not funny, and every time I'm watching this nigga, he's funny. Now, yeah. yeah. His last few shits haven't been that funny. Yeah, like his movies and stuff, it's because, it's because, like, he's becoming. It's because he's like he's like becoming a character in himself. Like yeah. he was like playing the same role. So yeah. But I think as a person, he's still funny. His image is yeah. different now because of the, the 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 wife scandal and all that. So people are just piling all the type of shit on him. But yeah. in general, as I think he's a I think he's a funny person. Nigga, if you put him and The Rock on the interview, it's gonna be hilarious because they're just two yeah, they're funny, both funny people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Kevin Hart. But yeah, we can end it. Great. Bye. <laughs>